Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yao Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, and welcome to the first episode of 2022. So confession, I, despite my plans for doing a batch, a lot of recording over the break, um, I'm actually recording this on my first day back. Now, it wasn't because I actually took a ton of time off, although I did spend plenty of time with family, heading up the beach, playing a lot of cricket, but honestly, just hiding from the heat. We had a lot of hot days. Um, I spent a lot of time, you know, decluttering my office, um, preparing content for my Free to Thrive program and a whole bunch of other stuff. And the podcast just didn't come up, um, but I know I always come around to getting it done because I set a deadline for when it has to go out, and which means I need to record today. But anyway, I am back um, and fueled with ideas for the upcoming year. During that time as well, I did a ton of planning, um, strategic planning for the year, also set some really specific goals for the coming quarter. And funnily enough, that leads into today's episode where we are talking about goal setting And my combo dream big, stretchy slash realistic goal setting process. But before we get stuck in, I wanted to let you know that the doors to the email experience will actually be opening at the end of this month. This is the first launch I have done in almost a year. The last time was February 2021. Um, That wasn't necessarily the intention, but there was always just other things I wanted to work on and get out there. But I was like, you know what, Yale, as part of this planning um, process and goal setting process, I really looked at how critical um, the email experience was part of my goals and that I really needed to invest some time into launching. So I was like, what a better time than ever is to get a launch out there and happening as soon as possible, because often at the beginning of the year, we are thinking about, um, you know, what marketing projects you might want to work on and different things you might want to invest in in your business. So I'm hoping email experience might be one of them. So if email marketing is on your to-do list for 2022, then make sure to get on the wait list at yalekeown.com forward slash experience. Not only will you get early access than the general public, you will also get your hands on some exclusive bonuses that um, anyone else who joins after the waitlist period does not get access to. Also, as part of this, I'm creating a brand new free masterclass called The Seven Revolutionary Email Marketing Secrets to Grow Your Business with More Ease in 2022 and Beyond. So yes, I'll be talking marketing trends. I'll be talking some snazzy little email marketing tips and hacks and tricks. Um, And this goes well beyond just the normal list building advice a lot of gurus um, talk about. It's not your stock standard email marketing training, that is for sure. So if you want to join us for that, um, there are going to be three dates to choose from. You can register at yalekeona.com forward slash secrets. But with that said, let's get stuck in to today's episode and talk goals. Now, when it comes to goals, there seems to be two very different camps of people. One Camp one 
are those people who say set huge stretch goals and then figure out a way to make it happen. Like it's got to be really uncomfortable and you really have to set these big, hairy, scary goals. Or maybe they'll say, you know, set a base goal, a stretch goal, and then like an ultimate goal and then just figure it out. Then there are those who are like, no, 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 you can't just, you know, manifest this goal just because you say it's going to happen. It doesn't mean it will. So you should be realistic. You should look at your past um, performance, past growth rates, and just and any statistical data you had to add, you know, just keep a little bit more of the same. But you know what I say? Why not both? So the way I look at goal setting is definitely twofold. First, I want you to look at what your dream business would look like. You know, I want you to go and say, okay, I want to earn this much. I want to work this much. How and then go, how can I make it possible? But I want you to figure out, okay, what will it logically and practically take to get there based on past performance and sound statistical data? So it's a little bit of a combo, right? Because I love to dream big and I love to, you know, look at the big picture and imagine the possibilities. And then I'm super practical though. So I do want to go, okay, well, how do we get there? What's step one? What's step two? Steps, step three. So here's a practical process that you can implement right now. So feel free to follow along. And if possible, Grab yourself a spreadsheet to open up Excel or Google Sheets. If you have the opportunity to head to your computer now, um, just hit pause and, and go on and set up a blank sheet if you can. Or if not, just scribble down these steps. It's really, really simple. Or maybe you come back and um, listen to this after, you know, come back and re-listen after a little while. There's just a few simple, simple steps. The first step is to come up with your freedom number. So you don't need your spreadsheet for this one just yet. So your freedom number is... The number that you would like to earn to just have your life be your this your dream life manifested in real life. So this will include your current, you know, life expenses, anything that you want to do on top of that, you know, holidays, things you want to buy, savings, investments, all of that stuff. And that's your number of how much you want to pay yourself. And then you've got on top of that, you know, your business expenses taxes, superannuation, all of that stuff, add it all up and come up with your freedom number. Now, this could be really, really big and scary and go, you know what, this is a bit too much for 2022 because it's like five times what I'm currently earning, or it could feel realistic. Depending on where you're at on the scale might be um, depending on what you're going to come up with, but maybe you need an interim number for this year. So maybe you think, okay, that freedom number, I think that feels doable. Um, in fact, this is still a little, little bit of a stretch. You want it to be a little bit of a stretch, but you might say, you know, that feels doable in five years or three years. And then you go, okay, so what's the interim one then for 2022? What's a big enough step towards that goal? So just come up with a number. Um, obviously, you can spend a lot of time analyzing this, but just for the sake of this exercise, just kind of come up with one as quickly as you can. Then step two is list out your current offers and any that you want to introduce. So any programs you've got, your one-on-one work, um, any products that you have. If you are an e-commerce store and you have a ton of different products, go by product category um, and put them in there. Or if you're going to introduce something new and just list them out. So get column one in your spreadsheet, list out all your current offers and then go, okay, how much do I want to sell of each 
Um, and how will that get me to reach my number? So you might be doing a lot of planning. This is why I say a spreadsheet's a good idea for this. So you might say, okay, 20% will come from this, 30% will come from this, and you just kind of add your total and then put your price in another column and the, then figure out the volume that you need to get that price. So you will take the total you want to earn from that, divide it by the price, and that will give you how much you need to sell of that offer in order for it to reach its proportion. So those proportions can be based around, again, past experience. So if you know your offer suite, you know, if one offer currently sells 20%, one sells um, 30, one sells 50% of your revenue, you can use those numbers or you might need to adjust it. So step three is to ask yourself, is this achievable given the time you have? So if you are currently relying on a lot of one-on-one work, for example, or um, you create a lot of the products yourself, make them a lot yourself, is it realistic given the time you have or the time you want to work? So this is where you're going to play with the numbers a little bit. Maybe you need to increase your prices. Maybe you need to go, you know what, I need to wait more into this product because it doesn't take as much time for me to produce or into more into the group programs. I need to put more into there. I need to introduce something that's scalable that, you know, is a cap on the hours I invest, but is completely scalable and how many number of people's people join. So this is why it's great, again, in a spreadsheet. So you can just play with these numbers, add different offers and see until you get to that ideal um, freedom number for 2022 and then see, okay, how much time do I have and, and, and just figuring out backwards basically to what the offers will look like. Then step four is to find your conversion rate. So this is your sales conversion rate. And in this instance, I am using email marketing because that is, you know, my bread and butter. And typically email marketing has the highest conversion rates. So, I mean, if you do find you have a great conversion rate on Instagram, like followers, like you do a post and you get sales, great. You can use that. But for me, I'm using email marketing statistics here. So you can find your conversion rate. So your sales conversion rate. So this is how many people um, will buy at, on every, any given, you know, promotion or product like through the year. So it's normally it's a percentage. So you can find this via past performance. So if you have done launches before or you know that of so many people who sign up to your list, 5% book your service or hopefully if you are using um, if you have an e-commerce store you've got this all integrated with your store so it actually will give you percentages um, in terms of your conversions so you can have a look at that and if you have one of those numbers just write right in that column your percent to so actually have it as a percent in that column if you don't have numbers or it's a really big guess um, you can use for services and for courses and digital programs 0.05 to 2%, somewhere in that range. That is actually the average conversion rate in a launch, for example. Now, has um, a caveat to this is if you have a smaller list. So the larger your list gets, especially if that list is built from things like ads, etc., you will probably be closer to the to the lower end, um, maybe around the 1% mark, or if you're super big, like 0.05. Or if you do have like a really small list of like 100 people, but they are really like amazing people, you might find you've got like a 5%. So you've just got to figure out your number here. Um, And obviously, the the higher it is, um, the less the list size will be on the next step. But you just need to play with it a little bit. For e-commerce, 
Um, OmniSend has an e-commerce statistics report. Um, the latest one is from 2020 numbers. I'm interested to see if they update it there. I will provide a link um, to it in the show notes. They actually had a 6.49% conversion rate for the campaigns as a whole. So that does include welcome sequences and abandoned carts and stuff. So that looks like a good number to me. Um, maybe do it like 5% um, if you wanted to be a little bit um, safer. But that's a number that you can use if you don't have one just from a past experience. So grab a, in that column, put the same conversion rate down next to every single one of those um, product categories or those offers. And then we have a final column, which is step five, and that is where you need to calculate your email list size needed to reach your goal. So this is a very simple calculation. All you have to do is divide the volume that you calculated earlier. So say if you needed you wanted, you needed to sell 100 of this product, you would divide that by the percent. So the column for the volume divided by the percent. So if it was 100 divided by 2%, the answer should be, let me think. <laughs> I should do my maths on this first. It should be 5,000. So that actually sounds quite big. Um, so just, you know, do those maths. And what you might find is that number may be super scary or it may feel doable based on where you are now, but it actually is important information to know. So unlike those people who say, that, you know, in that first camp, you set these huge stretch goals, but don't look at the realistic numbers. They might go, you know what? I, you, you, they just don't really, they just think it's going to happen um, and then manifest it. Instead, you know the information. So you don't have your head in the sand. Um, also, you're not even thinking, okay, I'll convert my list at like 10% or 20%. You've got the hard data. So you're not head in the sand anymore. You know what it takes to get there. Um, and you can be realistic about it, but you're still doing it with the intention of going, you know what, this is where I want to go. And now you can start asking questions. So this isn't meant to scare you. Instead, it is meant to empower you. So you are armed with this knowledge and now you can ask yourself, how can I make this possible? How can I make this possible? What steps do I need to take? And then start taking action towards that. So quick recap of the steps. Step one, come up with your freedom number. Step two, list out your current offers and any you want to introduce and then figure out how many of each you need to sell to reach your freedom number. Step three, ask yourself, is this achievable given the time you have? And then maybe you have to rejig things a little bit. Step four, find your conversion rate. And then step five, calculate your email list size needed to reach that goal. So if now <laughs> growing your email list has become a priority all of a sudden, um, I do have two previous podcast episodes you might want to check out. So episode 10, which is called How to Grow Your Email List Fast, or episode 24, Why Your Email List Isn't Growing. So you might want to check those two out if you haven't listened already. Or as I mentioned at the top of this episode, if you want my support and guidance with all of this, including a ton of lessons about list building and, of course, all the other email marketing things, then the doors to the email experience are opening very soon. This is my online marketing membership that helps you serve your subscribers with open-worthy emails, surprisingly simple automation and offers that sell. So you can get go ahead and get on the wait list for that at yalkeone.com forward slash experience. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would love to hear from you about what you have enjoyed from this episode or what you want to know more about. Um, so please let me know over on Instagram. I am at Yale Keown and I will see you next week. 
Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.